in this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Psalm 83, verses 1 through 8, where I'll answer the question, does the Lord keep silent? Psalm 83, verses 1 through 8 says, O God, do not keep silence. Do not hold your peace or be still, O God. For behold, your enemies make an uproar. Those who hate you have raised their heads. They lay crafty plans against your people. They consult together against your treasured ones. They say, come, let us wipe them out as a nation. Let the name of Israel be remembered no more. For they conspire with one accord. Against you they make a covenant. The tents of Edom and the Ishmaelites, Moab and the Hagrites, Gebal and Ammon and Amalek, Philistia with the inhabitants of Tyre, Asher also has joined them. They are the strong arm of the children of Lot. The enemies of the people of God will ally themselves together in order to attack the people of God. And in this song of Asaph, what we see is this cry to God to respond, to not be silent in this mounting terror that is coming against the people of Israel. He is calling out to God saying, Lord, will you be quiet when our enemies attack us? Will you let these godless heathens, these terrible Canaanites come and destroy us? Or will you demonstrate your power and authority over the world by defeating them, even though they seem so very powerful when they're united together against your people? Well, that's a question that all of us ask at times. We ask if the suffering that we are experiencing is due to a lack of power or a lack of ability on God's part. Well, here are three thoughts from Psalm 83, verses 1 through 8, answering the question, does the Lord keep silent? Thought number one, rising enemies. There will always be rising enemies against the people of God. And this is something that we need to acknowledge, that as we live here in this world, that the enemies of God will always be arrayed against us. We need to recognize that God's enemies will attack. They will do so and do so ferociously. They will rise up against his people and attempt to destroy them. The enemies of God are sometimes physical and sometimes spiritual, but they are always prevalent. We need to be aware of that. These rising enemies will make us doubt whether or not the Lord has anything to say about the protection of his people. Thought number two, conspiracy. It isn't bad enough that the enemies of the Lord rise up against his people, but oftentimes they will conspire together to attack the people of God. And this is exactly the situation that Asaph is describing here. He's saying, these people, those people, those people over here, all of the surrounding people of Israel, they're gathering together in a conspiracy to attack the people of Israel, to destroy the people of God. And when that happens, we, the people of God, might begin to lose heart. We might think that the enemies that are set up against us are too mighty for us that they are too mighty for God, that God is going to remain silent, that he is using them somehow to bring judgment upon us. And that's something that we need to consider as a possibility because the Lord frequently uses the enemies of his people to cause their repentance, to draw them back to himself. When the enemies of God conspire together, they seem like 
an indomitable force. But we need to remember that that is not the case. Thought number three, ultimate victory. The ultimate victory belongs to the Lord. And if you watched yesterday's video, you know that there are unseen forces that belong to the Lord that he can bring about at any moment in time. That while we might think that the Lord will keep silent, he doesn't have to. But he does, in fact, have the ultimate victory in all of creation. And there is some consolation, even in the midst of our suffering, in knowing that the Lord is bringing about his ultimate victory in the world. When you have confidence in that fact, when you really, truly believe it, you understand that no enemy that comes against you as the people of God is going to be able to defeat you. It will not be able to separate you from his love. And that brings us comfort even in the midst of adversity. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Psalms 81 through 83. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.